we're, we're here at the New York International Auto Show uh, with, the, with the Audi e-tron and Matt Mustafi, product manager for e-tron. Hey, how's it going, guys? So Matt's going to walk us through uh, the ins and outs of the of the e-tron. A nice Antigua blue. Yes, beautiful Antigua blue. So let's yeah take a look at the charger that comes with the car. Let's start there. Okay. So this is our dual voltage charger. Uh, basically, it has a pigtail on the end right here that will either have 110 volt or 240 volt uh, capability. So depending on what you plug it into uh, is how much power you'll get out of it. So it can go all the way up to 240 volts and 40 amps. And so that's 9.6 kilowatts of power. So basically it'll charge the car from dead overnight in under 10 hours. So okay. it's got everything you need in the car already in terms of charging capabilities. Um, and this one, as you see here, is our prestige trim. So it's pretty fully loaded basically. Uh, it's got all your driver assistance systems. It's got the 21 inch wheels on it. Um, heads up display, massaging seats, dual pane windows, everything, it's beautiful. So uh, since they're inside at the moment, perhaps we could uh, go over some of the outside details or since we talked covered the charger, could we go over the frunk element of this? Yeah, sure. The, Let me, um, uh, pop open the that up. Frunk open here, so we can take a look. Maybe the charging element too. Yep. The uh, port. So this is would be normally where an owner would. Yeah. Store that, right? Uh, yeah. So exactly. So you pull this up here. This and there's is one in there trunk. now. So yeah. this has the charging cable already in it. Okay. Um, and actually underneath, so this is all the charging equipment there. Underneath you got your, you know, tools and uh, jack and everything like Did that. Did I hear so this has a full-size spare in the back, right? It, uh, not full-size. It does or, have a or, spare though. Oh, right. It's a, um, an inflation with exactly. pump. Yeah. Got it. So yeah, so you'll keep your charging equipment up there so it's out of sight. Uh, if you don't need it, if you already have a charger at home, um, you can just keep it in there for emergencies and things like that. Okay. Should we just close? Uh, yeah. Bring this down here. And then uh, maybe the charging port quick. And yeah, so uh, motorized charging port. So you got your level two charging port right there. If you flip this down, that gives you decent fast charging. Um, and that's what gives you that 150 kilowatts, so zero to 80 percent in 30 minutes at that's a fantastic. Electrify America station. Um, and so, important thing to note is that once you're done charging, you hit this button once, that'll release the charger, and then you can pull it out, uh, and then the the door will actually close itself once you release the charger. Very cool. So for now, maximum charging only through Electrify America? Uh, so there are the only ones, EVgo I believe has one 150 kilowatt station on the ground. Um, Electrify America has a bunch all across the country with even more coming. So okay. um, in our partnership with them, there's more than likely some charger along your route that you would go on a highway. Uh, and we include a, a thousand kilowatt hours of charging on their network. So that's about 2000 miles of driving that you get with an e-tron that you can plug into the Electrify America network and take advantage of complimentary. Okay. Um, maybe we can walk through the spec on this. So you said this is Antigua Blue. Uh, prestige. Prestige with, all Prestige, the full color bodywork? Exactly, all cars, um, all e-trons in the US are full, full body. Oh, okay. Full, no contrast, yeah. All right. Um, we got cold weather package, which gives you the heated rear seats. Um, and the additional onboard uh, PTC heater. So what that is, is that's the high voltage heater to heat the battery. So in colder climates, it helps uh, warm the battery up more quickly. Maybe we could. And it was, uh, I'd heard the, uh, since we're going towards the inside, but you're also talking about the, um, 
the prestige level equipment. The, I understand this car is all like a, when it comes to the autonomous driving, you're like a level two plus. Like this is a bit of a state, uh, step up from what's in the Q7. Correct. Uh, so it's, it's on par with what our A8 has. So okay. yeah, definitely level two system, not level three. Um, that's not approved for the US due to a number of reasons, but you're getting all that um, technology that you get with all the rest of our driver systems, uh, systems in the A8. So you got the adaptive cruise assist and all that stuff, lane keep assist and everything. No, so. I understand in Europe, level three functionality is are we there yet on um, on A? The latest that I've heard is that it's still not fully approved. Okay. Um, we're still doing tests and validations in Europe for that. Um, is that is that a software or a hardware thing? Like, is that something that like once it's, it's approved for you or do we know yet? It's both. I okay. mean, you do need uh, definitely different hardware for the level three system. Okay. So, yeah. But there are other elements on this, like uh, for people who are used to electric cars already and used to software updates. Um, or, or added services. There are other elements that when they become available in the U.S., for instance, Matrix Beam, I understand all of um, U.S. cars are, are functional for Matrix Beam, but not, right? Like, this, it's a software update. Correct, correct. Because so we, of, we put all the hardware for the Matrix Beam in there in, to make it work based on the regulations that we've seen in Europe. Right. So if those regulations are then adopted in the U.S., then it would just be a software change to enable them in the U.S., yeah. Very cool. And then... Um, yeah, if you want to just yeah. take a look on the inside, I mean, it's standard fare uh, with what you've seen on our other A6, A7, A8 cars, um, virtual cockpit, heads-up display. This car actually has the first implementation of Virtual Cockpit Plus, so you get an additional e-tron-specific screen, which essentially um, gives you a nice big central dial and then two planks on either side. It's off right now, is that? Uh, I don't think the key is. Oh, yeah, there so there go. you go. So that's the uh, e-tron-specific screen that you get. And if you hit the view button here, that'll bring down. Yeah. So. Over there. Very cool. I love the shifter is very different from the, what you guys have. I mean, obviously, this is a very different car. Yeah, so that's our, our floating design shifter, and it's meant to kind of give you like an open air airiness that's similar to what you get in the car because it's an electric vehicle. You don't have a big, um, you know, t uh, transmission tunnel going through the rear. It's a very open cabin, and that kind of ties into the shifter that's in the car. Love it. Take a look back here. So this is size-wise. How does this compare to? Is this between Q8 and Q5? And exactly, it's just a little bit smaller than the Q8 actually. So it's okay. very close in size to the Q8. Um, tons of rear seat legroom, as you can see. Um, Worth mentioning, Q8 is basically the Q7 footprint, but without the third row. So yeah. and a more aggressive roofline. So very impressive amount of foot room in exactly. the back of this. Exactly. Yeah. So definitely a lot bigger than the Q5. Um, and yeah, what you'd expect closer to like a Q8. Um, And where are we on, um, on, I know they just uh, announced official range. Yeah, so uh, EPA just confirmed 204 miles of range for this car. So really, at over 200 miles, I mean, this car can handle basically what you do every day. So right. you plug it in at home overnight, you wake up with 204 miles every day. I mean, it's, it's good to take you wherever you want to go. And then for those weekend trips or whatever, where you go over 200 miles, Again, you can charge on Electrify America zero to eighty percent in thirty minutes. So, 
you stop for a quick bite to eat, the car's ready to go by the time you're done. For, for the electric noobs uh, who see Teslas and whatever else out there, I understand they're, they're, not all charging systems are created the same, right? Like Tesla has their own supercharging system. Um, then you meant, obviously there's Electron Fly America and there are others. There are, if somebody were to pull into, I'm thinking where I live in Pennsylvania, I've, I know I've passed on the Pennsylvania Turnpike, there's a, like a sheet suit, uh, mini market with like a big row of Tesla chargers. Is that, are they, is that at all compatible with this or? No. So you're looking for not, I, I guess Tesla is Tesla only, right? Yeah, so basically the Tesla stations will only work with their proprietary Tesla plug. Okay. Uh, we use the CCS standard, which is the industry standard basically for fast charging. So everyone else aside from Tesla is using CCS. So um, if you don't pull into a, a, a Tesla supercharger, then any other basically any fast other charger good. should work with it. So. Okay. Was there, um, is there anything else we're missing on the vehicle or, or shall we? No, I mean, that's, that's a good point too about the charging is that, um, you know, other companies will tout a certain kilowatt number for their charging, but yeah. that's just their peak. I mean, when we say 150 kilowatts, we mean 150 kilowatts, basically up to 80%. So, And what, uh, speaking with one of your colleagues, Anthony Garbus, who's been, yeah. who's been driving your product planning Etron a little bit this past week. Yeah. Um, he, I think he mentioned he took a road trip in it, and he talked about the charging levels. Uh, he went to an Electrify America uh, charging station down in Charlottesville, Virginia, um, and he was he was saying even at, at high. My understanding of of the batteries in in electric vehicles in general, right, is slow, fast, slow. The way they charge, right, across the percentage. Yeah. So if you run it to empty, it's going to that initial yeah. amount is going to slow. Then it's going to really fast, and it's going to slow down again. And I guess the quality of the battery is measured by how quickly can take that charge even in those ranges. And from what I understand, it did quite well at the exactly, at the yeah. higher end, which would be slower, typically? Exactly, yeah. So even at like 90% state of charge, we're still well over 50 kilowatts, which is very quick. I mean, there's a bunch of electric vehicles on the market where their max is 50 kilowatts. Yeah. Um, usually, typically around 40 or 50% state of charge. So um, that benefit with this car is really what makes it so unique and so easy for a road trip. You really can plan less your charging stops because you know that you're going to get, you know, 150 kilowatts at any point below, you know, 75% state of charge. So right. you don't have to wait until you're down to like five or 10% state of charge to get the most out of your charging. You can really do it kind of anywhere. So uh, really makes it easy to just you know own this car, take it on a road trip, and just use it like any other car. Now. Um Maybe we could talk about the mirrors too, because I know that was a big, when you guys first revealed the car, and in Europe you're running the camera mirrors, and I understand the decision to make, we have obviously more conventional outside mirror, and that's a, a due to a, what's, a, what's allowed at this time on American roads, right? Correct, like that, yeah. That's not a decision you all made, so much as you're adapting exactly. this to deal with our laws for now. So we have an application in with the regulators to try and get those virtual mirrors approved. Um, they're a lot thinner, a lot sleeker. They improve the efficiency of the car. They improve the safety because uh, essentially now we're able to flash things on the screen to let you know where if a car is in your blind spot or something like that. So it just makes it a much easier experience when driving. Uh, so we're really hoping that we can get those approved. And again, it helps the range. It helps the efficiency. It's really a win-win all around. Do you have any indication at this point to know where you are in process, um, or is that just something to wait until they're I ready? Mean, we really have to wait and see. I mean, we've had the application in for a couple of years, I think, for the Matrix headlights. So, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, if that's any indication. Well, you know what's interesting is I, I have to imagine as more electrics come to market, efficiency is such a 
an important element with these vehicles. I think especially, at least until people get beyond the whole range thing, um, that, you know, I, it's funny to think about 200 miles. I can't, it's very rare that I drive over 200 miles. Even coming here from my home in Pennsylvania would have been easily, you know, under that. Yeah. Um, and so most days you would not, but it's still funny when you're here, you know, like, yeah. not funny, but I mean, I think people need to get their heads around what they do and that they can stop and charge anywhere that that's as ubiquitous as a gas station effectively. And the thing is, you're not stopping and charging up to 100%. You know, for example, if we were driving this car here from DC to New York, right? you're stopping, you know, maybe for 10 minutes to get an extra, you know, 50 miles into the car and then right. keep going. So. I, I understand that uh, early on. I, I um, chatting with some uh, some friends at uh, Edmonds who did a cross-country run in the Tesla, and they, they learned a similar deal, right? If you stay within the, the 20 to 80% range, the charge goes on so fast that you're really minimizing your downtime, exactly. where if you were to run it empty and then fill it to full, you're going to spend double, the, whatever it is. Exactly. Uh, on, you know, so the, the trick is to keep it in that meat of the battery uh, range. Yeah, but even with our charging, to charge the battery fully, it's, you know, zero to... 100% is 45 minutes, so it's it's not terrible. But yeah, again, the fastest part is zero to 80. Okay. Well, should we um, maybe uh, we'll take a break here, and then if we could do the charging in the yeah. round. Yeah, sure. So we'll be back in a few minutes.